Welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Let's talk about the Friday night games. The first one uh, being the Knights v. the Eels. Now, we obviously talked last time about the Cowboys and you know their disappointing performance against the Sharkies. It was pretty similar here uh, for the Newcastle Knights. You know Their defense was quite shocking. Uh, and the Eels, they definitely took advantage of that. Uh, it was a solid performance from Clint Gutherson, who scored for his first career hat-trick uh, a big, big win here to put the poor Knights to the sword with a 43-12 to win at Combat Stadium. Uh, Parramatta lost Ryan Madison to illness pre-game with Bryce Cartwright playing his 150th game starting on the edge. Uh, the Knights, obviously, with an error that pretty much set the tone for the entire evening uh, with an error after the first tackle following a poor pass from Kurt Mann. It was actually ruled out of the second half. There's obviously a lot of controversy about why it was ruled out uh, for the second half, uh, but I want to make it clear it was an abdominal injury it was the reasoning why that he wasn't playing in the second half for the Newcastle Knights. Nothing else. Uh, it was an abdominal injury which ruled him out um, of that second half, which was really unfortunate for the Knights. Both of the Parramatta halves in Dylan Brown and Mitch Moses crossed for early tries, taking the line on in a positive uh, for Brad Arthur after recent performances. The Eels racked up eight line breaks to one in the opening half with the home side racing to a 30-6 lead at halftime. They finished with 13 overall, 13 uh, line breaks there for the Eels, which is pretty impressive. Even though it was a big win by the Eels, they still made 16 errors. So obviously it goes to show how many more tries they probably could have scored in this game uh, had they not made those errors. So it's still something they need to go back and look at. But even still for... The, the Newcastle Knights not to capitalize on those errors as well is something that they need to go back and look at and something that, uh, you know, is pretty disappointing from them. I mean, you know, Newcastle are usually quite good at capitalizing on errors and, you know, to go into last week and beat the Panthers, well, nearly beat the Panthers, obviously in a really tight game. Uh, only saw the Panthers just win by field goal. But to come out of that game and then get absolutely destroyed by the Parramatta Reels, it, as I said, definitely something they need to go back. They need to look look at um, the Newcastle Knights because, you know, capitalizing on opportunities is something that they should be able to do. And uh, they didn't end up doing it in that game. And, and to contrast from those two weeks, I think it's pretty disappointing, to be honest, for Newcastle. Um, the Eels skipper, Clint Gutherson, he racked up his first career hat-trick, obviously, of his NRL career after 14 doubles previously, uh, which is insane. The Knights missed 65 tackles in the loss. The Knights, as a collective, all 17 players, missed 65 tackles in the loss, including 35 in the opening 40 minutes. That is so disappointing. They missed 30 tackles in the second half. They missed 35 in the first half. That is insane. And yeah, it just goes to show how poor the defense was. Defense and capitalizing on errors is something that the Newcastle Knights definitely need to go and work on because uh, they were absolutely shocking in this game. Really, really bad. And you know, we know how good the Newcastle Knights can play because we saw it against the Panthers the other week. They just need to go back and focus on that uh, and they need to get their confidence back. And, and uh, 
particularly uh, Kalen Ponga because his defense was shocking down that left-hand side. Uh, sorry, the right-hand side for the Eels, but his left, the Knights' left-hand side was pretty shocking in defense, and it's something they need to work on going into the next game. Uh, 12 of Parramatta's 17 all ran over 100 meters, including Makaesi Makatoa, who ran for 194 meters off the bench. Really solid effort. I've been, I've been preaching this guy's name for the past few weeks now, Makaesi Makatoa. He's been really, really good in reserve grade when he's been there. When he's come into this team for the Eels, he's been quite solid as well. Super solid front rower. Provides a lot of impact off the bench for the Eels as well. And he had a big game in this one. 194 metres off the bench is pretty impressive. Uh, And the Eels have now won their past six games against the Knights as well. But yeah, look, to sum it all up, the Knights, they need to work on their defence. They also need to work on completing um, their sets. They also need to work on capitalising on errors as well. And as for the Eels, their errors as well. It's something they need to work on. I mean, they still had 16 errors in this game. Uh, so it's something they need to work on as well. You know, not making as many errors because if they didn't make those errors, they probably uh, probably wouldn't have been 43. It might have been 53, 63. Uh, the sky's the limit if they hadn't made those 16 errors. So uh, definitely something the Eels need to work on going into the next one. Uh, as for the next game, the South Sydney Rabbitohs v the Brisbane Broncos. It was a rampant South Sydney uh, that ran in three tries in 13 minutes to break free of an arm wrestle early and then overcome the ladder leading Broncos 32 to 6 at Suncorp Stadium. Um, Cameron Murray was sinbin early for a professional foul um, with the Broncos taking a 2-0 a lead before conceding a try during this period. I mean for the Broncos to only uh, you know, put on two points while Cameron Murray was in the sin bin, particularly when he's such a solid defender and one of the most solid defenders through the middle for South Sydney. One, it credits South Sydney to South Sydney, sorry, defence, but you know, with even without Payne Haas, and I mean they did miss Payne Haas because you sort of uh, could see that they missed Payne Haas through the middle, just that strong leader through the middle there. Paddy Carrigan was still there. Uh, Keenan Palacio was still there. They still had a really solid front row. Uh, I think Paddy Carrigan said it best. There's no excuses um, through the middle because even though they didn't have Payne Haas, they still have a bunch of solid guys that fill the job. Um, I mean, it was pretty disappointing that they were only able to pile on two points in that period when they had, when South Sydney, sorry, had 12 men on. Uh, But yeah, look, the scores were locked six all by the 36th minute because obviously uh, Campbell Graham, he scores two tries. He then he scored a hat-trick after that as well, obviously. He's been sensational over the past few weeks. He's scored a double in the uh, previous two games, I believe. And then to come in and score a hat-trick as well, he just keeps putting his hand up for Origin. I think he has to be there now. I think it's time. I think that you've got to declare him as that winger for State of Origin. And to be honest, if Turbo is out in that centre role, he could also play centre um, for the New South Wales Blues. You could have uh, Latrell Mitchell at one centre and then you have Campbell Graham in the other centre. I think that would be really, really solid for the Blues. Um, you know, in terms of who gets that wing spot. It'd probably be Joseph Suwali'i for me. I really couldn't give two shits, um, you know, about him going to Rugby Union in two years' time. Um, I think you, you pick origin sides based on form in, during that season, and he's been in form, Joseph Suwali'i. But then again, you've got a, a plenty of other guys as well who are pretty keen to put their hands up as well. You know, a smoky that I'd chuck in there would be Paul Alamotti as well, maybe to go into the centres, and then you put Campbell Graham on the wing. Paul Alamotti's been great over the past few weeks, and I know while only young, um, he's 
been averaging at least, I think, two to three tackle busts per game and, uh, you know, 100 metres or so, maybe even more than that, 120, 130 metres per game as well. Paul Alamotti, he's been super solid for the Dogs over the past few weeks and would be super dangerous in that right centre spot. Uh, So he's a guy you could consider. Matt Burton as well in the centres. You know, there's plenty of guys you can chuck in there. So it'd be very interesting to see how this side is shaped up. You could even chuck Campbell Graham in the centres and then find another winger as well. There's a lot of options that you have there. But I think either way, Campbell Graham's got to be in that team. He's got to be in that team for State of Origin. Now, not only has he scored three tries in this game, but he's actually the leading try scorer now in the NRL with 11 tries this season. Um, Latrell Mitchell has now scored tries in the past six games at Suncorp Stadium uh, and eight this year as well. His best efforts in a season since 2021. He's been unbelievable, Latrell. And, you know, not only tries, but the way he lays on tries as well, the way he sets up tries uh, for the men around him, particularly Campbell Graham with the short balls and long balls that he throws. That try that he scored, the second try that Latrell Mitchell scored was fucking insane. When he put the kick up uh, for Alex Johnston, Alex Johnston accidentally batted it back. He was supposed to catch it, but accidentally batted it back. And Latrell uh, pounces on that and scores. It was insane, that try. Loved it. Uh, It was a really solid game from Latrell as well in this one. Not only Campbell Graham being the big performer in this one with his hat trick, but Latrell uh, laying on tries left, right and center and scoring some himself. He was insane. I think the moment that really sealed the deal in this game as well was when Herbie Farnworth was sent off, obviously, for the tripping action. It was a clear trip on Campbell Graham. Uh, Obviously, didn't want Campbell Graham scoring any more tries, so he puts the leg out and uh, gets 10 in the bin, but it was a big moment in that game, and I think South Sydney just went on a rampage after that. The Rabbitohs ran for over 200 metres more than the Broncos with post-contact yardage. Uh, A clear difference between both sides was the post-contact metres, just the metres themselves during this game. Uh, Tavita Tatola with 164 metres made a successful return from a knee injury while Tom Burgess 170 metres led from the front for the Bunnies. The front rowers were insane for the Rabbitohs in a big part of how they got on the front foot in this game, both Tom Burgess and Tavita Tatola. Now the Rabbitohs have won eight of their past 11 games at Suncorp Stadium uh, which is a pretty awesome feat for the Rabbitohs as well uh, and a massive game for them against the Brisbane Broncos. There were some really big games, some big smashings in the first three games of this round. And this one was probably one of my favorites, the South Sydney Rabbitohs v. the Brisbane Broncos. Wow.